Hi, Chantel. Hey, Chris. I'm going to try and hit the button because my, my mouse isn't working. You know, I, the record, like, it's okay oh. that, that you record me. Or oh, I'm you? recording it. Oh, the button that you got. Oh, that says got it. Yeah. We are recording. Got it. Good. Um, We're talking about the law of attraction today. Yes. Um, We were just getting fired up before we hit record. Oh, I might sneeze. Wait, what's the spiritual meaning of sneezing? It means that somebody is um put, sprinkling fairy dust on you. No, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I it went away. I, I there, there I, is something. It's not that somebody's talking to, about you, but it's something. Maybe that that you know is we're on right track. Maybe is it, it means you're on the, the right track. World is someone is uh, is is energy coming through my nostrils? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Let's reel this back in. All right. So those of you joining us, so we're going to talk about the law of attraction and I would like to even add maybe practical thoughts about the law of attraction Yeah. because um, this is a thing where uh, you and I are not here to pick fight with anybody about whether it's true or not true or how much of it works and doesn't work. But um, you and I are not beginners in the conversation of the law of attraction. We're also not beginners in our spiritual journey. So I think we're bringing some relative perspective to it. It's not like we're hook, line, and sinker. Oh, this is great. And I have no other perspectives, but I think you also, you and I would also say we believe in it. So. Absolutely. And when it feels like you're on track and everything's coming and flowing to you, it's like, yeah, I for sure believe. And then sometimes when it's not working out, it's like, I don't know what I believe anymore. Right. Right. Isn't that weird? And we're both, I would say I'm a light worker. I don't, I don't think my light work is um, like what, you know, what you'd think a traditional modality of light work would be. But I think the work I do is bringing light to the world. And I agree I through your messages and what you're sharing and yeah. the building of communities. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Absolutely. So I, it's weird when you think like as light workers, um, I would think we're the ones most uh, qualified to know what that means. And like to have, have the alchemy of all the, the, the law of attraction things in our favor. And we just, we know it. And we sit in our, our Absolutely. rooms and our offices spinning our, our webs to make it happen. And I've, you know, I, it's t- sometimes I feel super in line and other times I don't, I feel way out of sync. Yeah. I think too, like there's this idea, I know I've had it and I've even spoke to other light workers that feel that it's like, I've done everything. I've cleansed my energy. I've done all this stuff. I've done all this work and it's still not working. So something's wrong with me, Mm. you know, and then yet Mm. knowing what we know, it kind of, that kind of drags our vibe down. So it's just, it really is this constant ebb and flow with, you know, attracting what we want. And if it's not coming fast enough, are we doing something wrong? And that's, Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the way to think of it, I guess, you know, when you start going down the track of, am I doing it wrong instead of, right. you know, maybe it's just not the right time or maybe it's not my thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, I know. I think, well, think we were talking earlier about Jim Carrey, right? You oh, know, uh, his, yeah. his $10 million, was it 10 million or was it more? I think so. I don't know. The number changes, but, but you Let, get let's idea. write a check for a hundred million, Chris. I okay. want the hundred million dollar check. Take that Jim Carrey. We're going to write a check for a hundred <laughs> yeah. million. Yeah, exactly. But you know, that, that everybody then kind of got on this track, like, well, then I, if he can do it, I can do it too. Mm, Right. And yet maybe in the universe and the idea of law of attractions, maybe that's not our journey. And it it doesn't mean Mm. that there's anything wrong with us. Mm. It's just that that's not our path. That is not maybe the time that we're supposed to get it. Maybe that's not the amount. Maybe we do need that hundred million, Chris, not the 10 million. 
<laughs> it's not the amount. Nice. It's yeah. 101 million and one dollar. It's 100 million and one dollar, Bob. Yeah, we got to get the one one ones going. <laughs> and yeah, let's bring numerology into it. Now, yeah. you know, like, I mean, it's it's yeah, it, it could really drive you nuts and crazy if you're like it trying could. to take all the signs to be like, is this the right thing, the wrong thing? And I think that's where the practical light worker thing comes in. Like at some level, there is a we are the creator of our own world. You know, it's not like we are a pawn in a cosmic scheme. There, there is a, uh, we are the ones shaping our world with our thoughts. And I think uh, whenever I listen to Esther or Abraham uh, Hicks around this um, conversation, I'm always, I always feel like I'm brought back to like the way, like how it works, not, not like how the law of attraction works, but like, the way I could, the way is that is most constructive for me to be about it. Absolutely. But I feel like I find my power or I find my agency in relating to my life. And it's like from that, and that's usually not about a hundred million dollars, usually not a, a dollar amount. Do you know what I mean? And I think right. that's where people get off because they get, get off track, not get off. <laughs> they get off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think they do get off track. And especially if you're a light worker, because it, I mean, if you just look at the concept of money it is energy, but most, most light workers are here for a bigger cause than just that, right? right? It, it's yeah. more than that for them. Not that it's not important, right. but it's more than that. And, and so when we get hung up on just that one little piece, like you said, it's, it's missing the bigger picture. I just had this thought, like one of the, my ahas in the past week has just been, um, maybe I've had it longer, but I'm starting to, um, work through my language with it in our community, in the groundswell community, mm-hmm. um, not the resonance community, but we should do it in the resonance community too. But the, this whole thing about vision and that most people, most people's vision, including light workers, I think, um, um, because of the system and society we're in, most of our vision revolves around our income and our lifestyle, you know, like yeah, absolutely. there's a thing we don't have. And so we set a vision to have it. I don't have money. So I'm going to set a vision for a hundred million dollar check or whatever. Like I, we, we often are setting goals and targets and having vision for things we want. I think that's what we we've been taught them. for the most time part, right? Like yep. that's. And if you get sucked into, this is, uh, you know, um, if you get sucked into comparison, which mm-hmm. can also happen, I'd like to think that we're exempt from that as light workers. Like, well, we're as light workers, we're above comparison, but I don't think so. I think it's easy, very easy to look around us and be like, to your point, like, is there something wrong with like, what am I doing? Because everybody, I got so pissed a couple of years ago when I saw, like, I felt like my work was noble. My heart was noble. I was doing all the right things and I wasn't getting shit. And other people were doing not the same heart as I had and we're making lots of money. And I just was so pissed about it. I seen that too, you know, and and that's the hard thing with the social media and stuff. You have to be on it in order to, you know, try and create what you're trying to create or you don't have to but it's an avenue and yet you can get pulled on that bunny trail of of comparing and like hey i started out before that person and i actually helped that person get where they're going and now like what happened yeah Yeah, it can really get you mad so all of that to me feels like if you don't have your own vision That goes beyond income and lifestyle, which was me for two decades, by the way, Mm -hmm. two decades, I was, my vision was income and lifestyle. And you could look at my vision boards and my vision boards were about me. It was about me, 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 about me. Did you have a truck or a car? No trucks. (laughs) I'm not a truck guy. 
No. <laughs> nope. I no. had a jet. Oh, nice. And I had a BMW on there, although I've had multiple BMWs now and I don't, I don't, um, I would probably would not go back. Now we have a Tesla. I love it. Oh, perfect. Hey, once you drive electric, it's hard to go back. Like those things are so zippy. Oh. Are they? Nice. Oh. It's See? the, it's a whole new driving experience. Love it. Love a <laughs> Tesla. Anyway. So, so the, um, the, this stepping into what do I really want? I, it, I think it took me having a total meltdown about how pissed yep. I was about things to go. Okay. I was a full stop on my business for nine months. Like I'm not playing this. This is stupid. Um, and I came out the other side going like, what do I, what do I want? And it wasn't about money, which was interesting. It was, um, it was about, I, you know, I I have a creative soul and I had ideas for what I wanted to do with my life in the world. And as I let that breathe a little bit, I felt like all the comparison fell away because I knew that nobody was doing what I'm doing, but this thing is my creation. Nobody, I can't copy or compare because this is my thing. And, and I, I saw lots of money was attached to it if I pulled it off and so I wasn't worried about the money. I was just, I just knew it would be there if I was able to pull it off. And I don't know, something about that was really helpful for me. Yeah. I think having a bigger one, it's, it, it's not, and I've heard you talk about this, Chris. So it's like, it's really powerful. It's not that it's wrong to yeah. want some of that stuff for yourself. It's not, but right. it's not compelling enough to keep you dri- driving forward. You know, like mm-hmm. at some point I think the motivation dies for that. Like you said, you, you sat there for nine months. Cause it's like, peace out. I'm not doing this. And I, I had that too. Yeah. It's like, I just, I'll, I'll do nothing before I'll do, I'll do this, you know, right. spinning the hamster wheel anymore. Yeah. Cause it's painful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I bet um, there's a lot of people who, I think a lot of light workers struggle. Um, yes. If you just look at business period, People in business struggle, but I think you get into light work, which is a little bit on the edges of culture and society mm-hmm. where it takes more explanation or it takes more relationship to sort of, and, and most consciousness of the bell curve of people aren't caught up to the stuff that we're doing. And so it, it's even harder to, to make a sale for the thing we do because people don't understand. They're like, huh, what, what do you do? Exactly. Do like, why do I need that? And yet we know deep down it would completely change their life. Like you talk about that vision, you know, and, and thankfully I've, I have the opportunity of being in relationship with you and you've helped me with that and having that vision of what could I spend the rest of my life doing and what is the bigger cause of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, reignited some of that passion that was like, well, you know, it's not working because I don't have as many clients as I need or, or I don't have as much money coming as, as I think I should versus, wow, what would it be like if I could give the rest of my, my days Mm -hmm. to build this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I think, I I think it's, um, I think as uh, light workers, I think we have access sometimes to seeing the bigger picture, maybe easier um, yes. in some ways. Um, at least if we tune into it, I think we can access it. Uh, but but it's it's another thing to take it from there and ground it or pull it down into something doable. And I think that's the part where if you as a light worker have seen the bigger picture, oftentimes the next missing piece of that is how do we bring that down and begin to turn it into an infinite game? How do we turn this into a game we could play for the rest of our lives? And that's just a thought process. If it's a, it's a, it's a framework. It's a, a way to think about it. And if you don't have that, it can be very hard 
to know how to ground something so so cosmic or or energetic or universal into something tangible. Yeah. I think it becomes overwhelming and lots of times that's what stops a light worker. Yeah. This is like, well, this is so big that, you know, I feel, I feel s- such a cause towards it and I'm so excited about it, but like, how do I bring this back into reality? Right. Reality. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think that's where a lot of light workers visions get lost. Like you said, without yeah. the framework of right. how to start stepping what do you need? What do you need? Are the, are the ingredients and yeah. Right. Shameless plug on that. I, you know, you and I have talked about creating a workshop um, called the resonance work resonance workshop. Our community is called resonance community of light workers, but resonance, the workshop um, as we've talked about is walking people through this, this process. How do you, how do you have a vision and then a, a, a framework that is not only resonant with you, right? Like so many people, um, especially in light work, I think some of us are rebels. It's like, don't put me in your box. You oh, know, yeah, my magic exactly. isn't put in your box. You know, it's like, don't put, <laughs> don't put me in your box. Um, and so much, so many goal setting modalities are very boxy, but, and so they don't resonate with you. And so you don't do them. Um, uh, but the, but the other piece of that is having a vision and a framework that resonates with others, the people you seek to serve. Like there's, and so exactly. part of the resonance workshop is really about how do you begin to think about your work being resonant for you and others such that it grows. And in order to do that, you'd need a big enough vision to really inspire your soul. When I think as we've spoke about before, but it's just important to bring up right now is, is it, it's so much more powerful in community because you can sit there and spin your wheels, writing it out and putting all these charts (laughs) and, And mapping it out and, you know, putting even vision boards around it. And yet it's still only here in, and you had mentioned light workers might have a bigger or more connection to their vision in a bigger way. But sometimes in that we can be more blind to, to some of the ideas that we're not seeing or not, you know, stepping into and that's the power of doing something like this in community or in a workshop and um giving that framework without a box right maybe it's like colorful crayons you get to use (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah it's like shapes to begin to color in like it's just a begin to it's a way to start to shape your perspective about how it could go it's not the only way to do it it's uh, yeah but it has worked for me in giving me something that feels so, so let's bring it back to law of attraction. Cause now when I think about, I really could say now like uh provision um, uh, serendipitous moment, things are showing up, things yeah. are showing up for me and I'm not doing much to do it. I mean, I'm doing what I want to do because my vision is resonant for me. <clears throat> I have Absolutely. a very high vibe when I show up to the things I want to do. I'm also very clear about the things I don't want to do. And I'm letting the universe handle the rest of that. So there's a lot of stuff like from Abrahamic stuff that that I can see me, I'm living in it right now. And a lot of stuff is showing up for me and I'm not doing much to do it. Like people would, I think would laugh when they look at my work week. I'm like, I get to hang out with my friends. Well, that was Zoom. part of your vision too, though, Chris, you know, is that you, you get to create these things, yeah. um, but not necessarily be uh, stuck to, a, yeah. a heavy, heavy work 
load schedule. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be, I want it to only do the things I want it to do. And I don't want to do things I want. So when I have things that I don't want to do, I don't do them. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. And I've sort of said like, this is how I'm going to do it. And it, and you're, you, the universe are gonna have to find some other way to um, backfill the things that I'm not willing to do. And then I just kind of, I'm patient and I do the things that I can do now. And I think in, before I had my own vision about it um, or my relationship to the law of attraction, where it was like, I can ask for those things and wait for them knowing that I have a bigger vision that I'm, I, I, that keeps me occupied and busy because <laughs> I like to be yeah. doing stuff, drives exactly. me nuts when I don't have something to do. So I can be working on the thing that I'm headed towards, but in the meantime, just know that there's all this other stuff growing, puts me in a position that I feel, uh, it just feels really fun. It's just very fun. And I can, there is, I'm collecting, I'm now, and the other thing, I'm shifting my perspective. I'm collecting evidence now for how the, everything is working out for me. Everything is yeah. working out for me. Yeah, that's great. And I can see. And it. I think light workers um, like yourself and myself are starting to realize the power of collective work and, and collaborating and, and yeah. not going it alone. Mm-hmm. There, there's such a, um, shift in energy, even when you get together and, well, and do right. these things. Uh, and that's what a lot of what you've been doing too, Chris, right. Is, is it's yeah. like, well, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe things could be more fun yeah, and more enjoyable. And I could do more of what I want yeah. in community yeah. than by myself. Yeah. Right. I saw that a couple of years, like um, we're talking about the emotional scale. Um, yeah. And I, as it relates to the law of attraction, like an en- energy, I-, I realized three years ago, I was using anger as the energy to cause me to show up to do my work. Yep. I was using anger because anger was the thing that had me follow through without anger. I was kind of an, I'm flighty. I'm like, bing, idea, idea, chase idea, idea. And, <clears throat> and I just, I, I got tired of people looking at me as a dreamer. Like I, like I wouldn't do stuff. And I was like, great, we'll sit your ass down and get to work. And I had this little taskmaster in my head that was like, you know, um, making me do stuff, making me do the work. Yeah. I think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of practical light workers <clears throat> yeah. could resonate with that. Cause it's like, okay, I'm doing all the things yep. like, and, and there mm-hmm. does come a point where you get really angry that yeah. things aren't working out. Yeah. And yet, you know, right. when there's a greater vision, I, I know for myself, I think the anger and frustration came from a couple of things. One is like seeing everybody else's life work out, like I thought, <laughs> yeah, right? The comparison, right. but but also just feeling like I was doing everything right, but nothing was working, <laughs> you know, right. like I would yes. get so frustrated and angry. Yeah. And yet, as as you say, it was the energy behind it all, <laughs> you know, of this frustration and anger and it just kept building and building. And so what if, what if you could just sit back and start enjoying the unfolding of the vision? Oh, and I think the other thing too, was um, thinking it needed to happen in a certain amount of time. Like I've been doing this for over 10 years now, like a decade, I've put in the time I've done the time. And yet when you look at it um, from a bigger perspective of this is your life's life's journey, right? You you have all the time that you're here to work on it. And maybe somebody else will take it over when you're gone, then it takes that pressure off and you can start enjoying it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, 
I think that moment for me that had me shift um, was having my own. Well, I guess there's a couple. I'm trying to. I'm trying to quantify like what were the moments there. So. Mm-hmm the noticing the energy that was causing me to show up. And I think whether for you listening to this, it was anger or comparison or guilt, shame, uh, responsibility, whatever it is, just if you can, if you can have, bring some awareness to the energy that causes you to show up to your work. My guess is that it's not, you know, blissful. Everything's working out for me. Energy. It's some (laughs) other thing running the show, you know, and so uh, noticing that was instrumental, I think. Because it it made me available to f- access a different energy, and then I think um, uh, finding uh, my vision was was the next piece of that. Like I knew I needed community because I'm I'm wired for people. Um, I think, and you're wired for people. If you're wired for people and you're not doing things with people, because I was burned many times by people, so I didn't trust it. I didn't trust people, though I love people. I didn't trust people, and so I just found all kinds of excuses for how being with people in some sort of community or business relationship was uh, only going to be end badly for me. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, I can speak to that, like even in, you know, the light work um, too, a lot of people get fried energetically and they're just like, I can't, I can't, I'm here to serve people. It's (laughs) here I am. I'm here to serve people, but I don't want to be around them anymore because they drain me. Well, that's a side is a side a detour. I want to come back to the third piece, which was my um uh, mm-hmm. uh community. So it was yes, it was um taking uh, noticing the energy that was driving the show was anger for me. Then mm-hmm. it was having a vision that was my own. Um, and then the third and then the third piece was knowing that I'm p- wired for people and putting myself in community. So I'm I'm walking home with others who are like me. Not people who I have to catch up to speed, not yes. people who don't get what I get, not people who haven't been what I've been through, people like me. That was so that, that which is actually takes me to that point. This the detour, which was uh you I think light workers were drawn to where where our light feels like it meets a need. So there's a lot of people who are hurting or living in hell on earth or um uh whatever. And that feels like an immediate place to answer that. But when you want to create change, which is, is, I'm assuming that's what we want to do. We don't just want to serve one. We actually want to create change. Absolutely. Let's go upstream and find the problem and then create change there rather than dealing with all the, you know, ramifications downstream of everybody in their hell on earth. So if you want to create change, you've got to find, uh, I believe the bell curve, the early adopters in humanity who see what you see and value what you what you value and harness invite a conversation with them for the rest of your life to create change and and it's only then that you get enough people into that conversation that you can cross the chasm into the early and late majority of humanity who are the ones who probably say they want help but don't do the work i mean how many people have you worked with they're like oh i just need some help and then it's a recurring conversation all the time yeah yeah. And, and Exhausting. I have learned, I don't want to work with those people and I don't have to. And, oh. and yet at the beginning, like you said, I, I felt like that's, that's what I was right. here to do. I was supposed right. to do that instead right. of like, well, actually this is where I want to serve people. Cause it seems like the obvious answer. Oh, I'm a light worker. Let me help those people who are in pain and suffering. Yeah. 
but I think and it, I, you, that may be the mission field for some people, but I think, I think if you want to feel like your, your work, your light work is redeemed for a bigger return, then finding, then you have to shift maybe who your light work is for, right? Maybe it's not for those in the trenches uh, of hell. <laughs> maybe it's for people in organizations who have a reach to those people in hell. Maybe it's for, mm. you have to start thinking differently about who this is for. And, and, and the, 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 um, the law of attraction of that, the, the, the inner guidance that would pull you and tell you on the emotional scale, who you want to work with are the people that would feel the best to work with, but we don't trust that. We don't, we go, ah, we put our strategy brain on and we're like, well, but who needs me is this. You get, but who do you want to work with? Who would be so fun to work with? And you go, you know, it's a different thought. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I, I think for me, at the beginning of that, I didn't feel necessarily qualified to work with the people that I wanted to. And so then, you know, that what took me on a bunch of bunny trails of taking modalities rather than, again, going back to what it, same as you, you know, like I was, I realized a lot of the reason, you know, I had that proving that need to prove. Yeah. So, you know, there, there was that energy. So going back to all of that, is is the start of it all you know and surrendering to a a bigger vision and allowing yourself to step into that wow yeah i just was i was just thinking about like if so without vision and without community and without um uh awareness of the energy that's running the show and and so then here we are as light workers not aware of the energy that's running the show we don't have our own vision that is really for our life's work. We're stuck in comparison and we, yeah. we're doing it alone. And then we try to invoke the the law of attraction and say, now I'm going to put myself higher on the emotional scale, but you don't have, and you write a check for a hundred million. Like it, none of the, the mechanics of it matter because the energy that you're living from that might even be subconscious and in your blind spot is the thing that's keeping a lid on you receiving all that's already in your vortex. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, well, no wonder, God, no wonder it wasn't working for me. No wonder <laughs> I was so frustrated. God. No, it's true. It's true. And it's so good to be able to share that. Like even looking at yours and I's conversation right now, mm. you know, there there's awarenesses and, and understandings that come from just talking it out with somebody else rather than right. sitting and journaling it all right. for 10 years. Well, yeah. this is what I want to do. Let me try yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, it's interesting you bring up journals because I journaled for since 98, mm-hmm. uh, which to me feels like a pat on my back. I'm like, I've been journaling since 98, since college. Wow. I feel yeah. like that's pretty cool. But I haven't journaled probably since my temper tantrum, my meltdown, my midlife no? crisis. Like no. I don't journal much. I have a journal and I'll, but I, it's not as cathartic for me anymore. And I think probably it's because um, I started to notice how uh, twir- swirly that felt. Like I would get in there and write about stuff, but I I, ne- I I would usually journal questions and I, it's very hard to get your answer to your own question. It's it, when you're in community and you can get it reflected back through others and conversation. It's so much easier. So it does yeah. amp it up. And I think it makes it more fun. I still journal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would like totally have foo-fooed the journal um, thing, but nothing. I do get way more um epiphanies or you know 
awarenesses and even like, like you said, putting that question out maybe to the universe and then joining a community, usually the answers come right in that community. It's just amazing. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, maybe, maybe also because I write pretty frequently on Facebook. Yeah, um, you do. I yeah. have other outlets for like my spiritual practice used to be journaling. And maybe now my, I feel like my spiritual practice, I put my thoughts on loudspeaker into posts on Facebook has been mm-hmm. good. Um, I also think that my, the community uh, being in community and having conversations sort of um, satisfies that, that need that I usually w- used to have in journaling. Um and then, and then I still have a notes app on my phone where as I'm having thoughts about my vision, uh, what about this? I want to do that. What about this? I used to do that in a journal and now because it's in my phone, it's easier to search my exactly. notes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're finding but, more of what you, what works for you, but yeah, going back to this, this, uh, vision building, uh, yeah, workshop yeah. that we want to do yeah. for the resonance community. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think I really realized the power of vision until, I mean, I've done it for years or, you know, what's your five-year vision? What's, what do you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? But this kind of vision is, it's bigger. And I think light workers in particular Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. could really, really get something out of this. Like, Yeah. Cause it's so different. It's not about, I mean, it's so in line with how we think as light workers, like, cause we can see the bigger um, the spiritual umbrella of things. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes vision stuff gets so detached from that. And this, I think this process really honors, really honors the spirit of things. It really does. Yeah. And we've been there and done that as a few times, hey, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, the thing about vision is it is an iteration. Mm-hmm. It You know, you don't get it in one afternoon. It's, but as long as you have the thought process in an afternoon in a workshop, then mm-hmm. you can kind of sit with it and let it marinate and unfold and bloom and all the other things that bring life. Yeah, to it. You just keep adding to it and allow it to grow, which is great. You know, I think at one point I used to, even though I was told differently, I used to think it was very stagnant, you know, here yeah. it is now right. there, there's the carrot in front of me. I got to go for it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's build a smart goal around it. Yep. <laughs> 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 what is Let's set our targets today? <laughs> yeah. And it's not that there aren't targets, but I think, I think again, without the essence of the spirit of the whole thing yeah, and then pulling it down in the process that we have, then what you're left with is something, a, a goal that feels less than the Tao of the, the difference you want to make the Tao mm-hmm. of the difference you want to make. I like that. It sounds good. The Tao, of the difference you want to make. I was going to say the Tao of who you are, but maybe those are both the same thing. Yeah. I, I think those are one's an expression of the other. Yeah. Yeah. I think the so. Work, the work would be an expression of who you are, but, but the, 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 the reason I love the Tao of it is because the Tao that can be named is not the Tao and you have this inner sense of something you want to bring to the world, a creation you want to unfold. And, and the minute you try to put a target on it, it ceases to be all that you feel about mm-hmm. it. And, yeah, yeah. and now it's like, this isn't it. Maybe I'll try a different one. And you try a different one. And, and it's, so if you never allow for the essence, the Tao of the thing to just be all that it is without having to put language on it. Absolutely. Um, then it's always going to feel if uh, less than, and, and that's disorienting and frustrating. And so. 
Well, and I think then you lose the excitement and energy for it. Which brings us back to the law of attraction, because now you're in a, an emotional state that isn't high vibe, right? It's not, it's mm-hmm. not. So how are you, how are you going? <laughs> I love it when Abraham's always like, you know, all the cooperating components in the universe are, are working to bring you the very things you've asked for. You're the uncooperative component. <laughs> you, <laughs> you are well, the Well, that goes back to the start of the conversation. It's like, oh, damn, right. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? But that's right. not about that. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's just like, what is the energy that you're coming from? Like, yeah. And, yeah. and it's just easier to put yourself in good energy when the vision is yours. Mm-hmm. When it allows for the Tao of all that you want to bring without having to put it in a box and yet still allows you to bring it down into the, to stay with the Tao theme here to, you know, to put it in the land of 10,000 things, like to, to, to bring it down into all the different parts that you get to use your life to play with, mm-hmm. but know that it's bigger than your life. This will go beyond you to the next wave of souls that come in, you know, the fourth wave, the fifth wave, the 10th wave of souls <laughs> that are coming through. One, how cool is it if you you start getting it um, down in the 10,000 things and you can start piecing it out and say, oh, like maybe some of the people that are in my circle and are like me want to take some of these parts and build it together. Yes. Yes. Now we get to work with people who see what we see. And now that's fun. Instead of having to work with people who we think need our light, we get to work with people who see the same vision and we work with those people with our light. Yeah. Imagine the change in vibration on that one. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that fires me up. This feels, this is a great conversation. I love this. Yeah. I, I love it too. You know, I, I think we could talk all day about vision yeah. and we're going to have that workshop yeah. on it. And yeah, we'll put it up on our site when it's ready, but right now, so, do it, Chris. <laughs> I, do we, do we, we don't have a date for it yet. Don't we? Oh, I thought we picked oh. a date. Oh, maybe we, we just have the vision around it. <laughs> maybe I'm we kidding, did. Chris. I'm kidding. No, maybe when we, we get did. the date picked, we are going yeah. to let you people know because we heck want yeah. you to join us having fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. 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 And uh, uh, yeah, in that workshop, we'll actually give you that framework for how to think through vision um, from there's, well, I call it the vortex of vision, but there's four circles, four concentric circles. And, um, it starts with the essence of vision and it works its way all the way down to a plan. How do you begin to do stuff about, um, the your life's work and what you want to do here but um uh so so check the website of the vision that's the great great place to start and i just totally cut you off so check out the website yeah 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 i was just gonna say uh practicallightworkers.com is the website you can you'll see a a link for the workshop there um and uh i suppose too if you know anybody that is a light worker in your space that would um is a practical light worker you know, is somewhat grounded in reality, but also um, honoring and pursuing the the, the light work. Uh, refer them to the podcast, um, website, whatever. Like we'd love a uh, Facebook group. Like we'd love to uh, deepen the relationship. Let's take it further. Let's take this conversation further. So, agreed. Yay! Thanks, Chantel. Wow, this was this was our best episode yet. I think. You think so? I, I don't know. We've so. had a lot of them. I think we're pretty good. This is like four <laughs> or five. Yeah, we're pretty good. <laughs> we're pretty awesome. <laughs> we think we're awesome. And we, we think, think you're awesome. awesome too. So yes. join us. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Chantel. See you next time. Okay.